Hello, ladies and gentlemen. What a... Yeah, what episode is this? 50. 30, what? 50. 50? Episode yeah. 50. Hey, welcome to episode 50, guys. Guys and gals. I'm back. Last week, couldn't make it for the front end. Called at the back end with a call. Had to do a few things. Poetically enough, I was doing the exact same thing today, but I just did a little earlier. So, we're chilling. We're good. We're back. We're better. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, I hope you guys caught the back end of the playoffs. Um, I really want to know everybody's thoughts on what was going on with these uh, the, the college football playoff games because I was kind of out of the loop. Like uh, like I said, I wanted some takes on the, uh, the Clemson-Ohio State game because, I mean, whoo, I really missed it there. I'll be honest. Full disclosure, missed it big. But it'd be like that. Bottom line, it'd be like that. Um, for y'all first-time listeners, this is BD Radio with me, your co-host Cam, alongside my man Groobs, a.k.a. Ryan, a.k.a. The Goat. What's going on, brother? How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. You know, ready to watch some more football this weekend? Uh, no. And eat the shit out of this pizza I'm going to go get after this because I am I know, fucking dude. hungry. I mean, I mean, literally in the middle of this podcast, I'm preheating the oven for my lasagna, so I'm going to have to walk off. Simply put, I'm going to walk off. Ron's going to talk a little bit. I'm going to throw in their oven, and I'm going to grow up right after this. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, what are we going to talk about? We got I have my Nashville trip. We can get into that. We're going to get into the playoff games with the NFL. We can talk about Alabama football and how unbelievably dominant they are. But, actually, is it even unbelievable at this point? We'll get into that as well. Um, I kind of want to dabble into the Auburn situation on the football end just simply because I grew up an Auburn fan. I denounced my Auburn fanship, but it is an intriguing hire alongside a multitude of other hires that he made. So um, we can dive into that as well. Um, This is episode 50 of the BD Radio podcast. Unbelievably, we made it to 50. We made it to an entirely new year, bro. Crazy. Technically, it would be 52, but yeah. Okay, technically 52, okay, assholes? All right, we're getting into it. Thank you guys for tuning in. How pretty good this album is. A lot of depressing songs, but really good. You can tell, yo, you can tell he was, I mean, him and his co-writers were going through it at the time of the Now, I will say this. I'm sure a handful of them are written years back. You know, like, oh, 100%. It's a, you know, like there was I'm sure there were a handful written three, four years ago that they're just now getting on an album because now he's relevant and he maybe wanted to save a few. But right. um, well, it's also, dude, you know, a double album. So it's like 20 something songs in terms and it's 30 on the head, I think Oh shit. Um, the double album in terms of finances. Do you think that's a good play financially for him to put all of us just just blow his load early in the year like this instead of putting out one and then putting out another next year? I don't know that. The reason I'm, I mean, it's not like, I'm not saying that with a hint of it was probably a bad choice. I'm saying that purely actually asking economically, I wonder if that was a good play. I don't know. I mean, what is he going to play on his tour? Is his tour literally going to be a three hour show? Because three hour shows back to back to back are rough. Yeah. And you're usually just, you know, playing hits. You're playing 20 songs of hits. Dude, realistically, bro, you're playing. 12 songs max with some entertainment value in between. That yeah, is what I'm you're doing for one like, show. Well, now he'll be, a, he's a headliner now. So it he depends is. on how big the concert is. That's I true. mean, if we're talking, you know, big amphitheater, that kind of deal, or, yeah. you know, stadium tours, like the headliner is going to do 20 something songs, just about, they're going to perform for an hour and a half, two hours. So he had, now he has the songs to be able to do that. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, shit. When whenever they start touring again, I don't I don't foresee them touring until summer. To be honest with you, yeah, I feel that. Well, once, dude, once everything gets up and going, if I'm Morgan Wallen, which I'm obviously not, I'm letting you know right now, 
I am pursuing, I'm getting with my tour manager, I'm getting with my agent, I'm getting with my all of my people, my team, and I'm hard pitching a college football stadium. Oh, 100%. Show in every state. I'm talking about hitting every big college stadium in the United States. Because if you're Morgan Wallen, yeah. that's where you're relevant. That's your demographic, right? I mean, oh, 100% you're, you're hitting, you're hitting, it's the college. Yeah, it's the college feel. You're going to, dude, I can promise you he would get 40, 50K in those stadiums minimum. Oh, easy. I mean, you just go, you, this is how you know it's his demographic. I mean, he's making out with. <laughs> now, granted, yeah, he is. Alabama. Now, is he making out with his demographic? Yes. 100%. But, but hey, like, you got, I mean, you got to pursue it somehow. Single, Maybe it was top to your marketing. Your 20s, why not? Maybe it was top tier marketing. I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it could work out for the better for him. You never know, man. I know the guy ended up on Saturday Night Live a few months later, which is yeah. crazy to think about. Dude, imagine you going from, you're just living in a small town in Tennessee. You do well on The Voice. You kind of become low-key. You're, you're like a low-key artist. You know, right. like you can, you, can, you can get people to the bar. And then three years later, you're on Saturday Night Live. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why he has that one song, Living the Dream. That's very, very true, which is, but, which I'm sure is, I'm sure holds 100% truth. In that oh, song. I, yeah, you can you tell. Know, everybody has their own struggles, yeah. even the rich folks. So I just, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I love the album, bro. There are some absolute oh, bangers. He, he goes from, it's wild because he can go from a drum machine in a song, pop country, Florida Georgia Line style, right into a song that's called Country Ass Shit. Yep. <laughs> you know? Like, what, bro? Well, it's funny what? because he goes from, he has so much range because he goes from doing a song with Diplo. Yep. And then he does a whole band studio version of it. Yep. There's been like three remixes of it, and now he's got a, like an actual like studio band version of it. And I actually like it better than the Diplo version. He's doing it the right way. He's attacking a bunch of markets at the same time. You 100%. know, he's doing pop songs. Like I can Got promise radio you, songs. I can promise you, Justin Bieber could do "Warning" and crush it, "Heartless," and it would right. be an absolute banger. You know, it's just unique to hear a country accent on a song like that, and that's the reason he's right. attacking the market like that. He's going pop country, full on country. You know, like he's going for anywhere from like southern rock. To pop country, to classic hi hat and a snare drum country, like right. he's, he's he's doing it all. I am a big fan of the album. I don't like some of the songs in terms of like pure yeah. pure me liking how it sounds, but how they're structured is is very impressive. Yeah, I mean, then there's you know like this bar is on there and heartless yep. that I just mentioned, which it is a new version, which is cover cool. me ups on there, and that's three years yeah. old. Yeah, I mean, there's songs on there that's been out for a while is seven summers on there i'm sure it is yep seven um, summers so there's songs uh, on there so few... maybe that's why he made it so big because there's songs on there that he's had for you know recorded for that's years that's a fair point that is a fair so point maybe that's why it's so big and it's like hey mm-hmm. here's like six or seven songs i've already recorded you know these songs yeah but now we're just throwing them on the album and the rest are brand new that's true well, it's a good album brand man new. it really is what do you yeah. want to dive into initially well, since we're talking about music, let's keep rolling with music. Uh, first off, um, how was Nashville? Nashville was a lot of fun. Um, how we was, got I, everything I wanted there? to accomplish. We we accomplished. How's the cocoa there, like re- re- restriction wise? 
Um, the vid's pretty rough, dude. We got a ten o'clock curfew there. Good God. Yeah, nobody can do shit there. Like literally, we couldn't go out. We couldn't do really anything. But honestly, that's fine too. I would say it saved me money, but we dropped some cash. I'll be honest. Probably spent a little bit more than we needed to, but it was worth the trip, dude. Absolutely. That was hotel y'all were saying it was dope. Yeah, the Cambria. Hey, look it up. Cambria Hotel. It's it's right in the middle of Nashville. It is super cool. We stayed on the very top floor, which was dope. The room was so sick. It had like like a guitar head shaped nightstands. And the yeah, whole cool. and and whole one portion of the wall was like all ampl- amplifiers and subwoofers, like like the like the I guess what is it called wallpaper, yeah. and uh and dude it was it was very very cool the, the whole room up the room setup was super super nice, um there was a bar at the bottom we never went in but there was a bar at the bottom, uh we went to this one joint it was uh it's called Six and something well anyway it's got Old Smoky Moonshine there. Like that's Ooh, it's like there's that's another that's site that's for shit. Old Smoky and yeah. obviously you know if you know me you know I love that shit. So we went there and uh there was like this huge it's like a huge it's like a bar slash moonshine tasting venue. It was a really cool hybrid and it was really borderline freezing cold. So <laughs> so outside. outside was really closed off, but there was there's a really cool setup outside and stuff. It's just <coughs> excuse me, it's a spot, dude. It is the spot. It's the spot that when I move to Nashville, I'll be hanging out there a lot. Where was that? Was that Broadway or was it like downtown? It's off? not Broadway, but it's a little off Broadway. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. still downtown in that area. Gotcha. Super cool. Um, but I paid a lot of money, you know, spent $70 there, 40 on the valet, a couple bucks on the room. You know, we went to one five-star restaurant that was absolutely gorgeous. It was called the Oak Steakhouse, and it was delicious. But also very expensive. <laughs> it's a five Alar- star restaurant. It was, it was it uh, was it was alarmingly expensive. You know, it was one of those. It was one of those where you go and you get a you get a there's a there's a fourteen ounce New York strip and and there's no price. It says market price beside it, like we're at a seafood restaurant on the Gulf. Hey. When you see market price, you fucking avoid that. Cause you that's like close do not. To yeah, you see a market price, you just don't check the price. Bottom line, don't get the hey, steak, pal. Hey, it's the community joke at the end of one of their episodes where he's like, "What market are you shopping at?" Because no that shit's expensive, dude. It's silliness, dude. They were selling wagyu, and if you if you know steak, you know wagyu, extremely expensive, Japanese, yeah. and um, they the were selling dry aged ribeyes, like they were selling tops of the line, cab grade steaks. And, um, yeah, five star restaurant, but full disclosure, I did have a steak. It was a New York strip and it did have a dollar amount, which I will not disclose to you, but it made me vomit in my mouth. And, um, (laughs) it was the dollar amount. No, no, no. The the dollar amount. The steak was phenomenal, but it was delicious, bro. The steak was perfectly cooked. They served the, um, sides. They served it for tables. So for the table, they don't serve sides on the, on the steaks plate because apparently that's just disrespectful to the steak. But, um, they put this, they put the side that you order in the middle. So naturally we got macaroni because Hey, come on. And first off macaroni, delicious. Second off, very expensive also. And it was so expensive. I got water. You know, <laughs> that's like, that was the consolation. Get a bottle of wine. Yeah. That was our consolation for the, for the meal itself is we got water and oh, it was boy. Pellegrino sparkling water naturally. But, um, and it still was, it was top tier, dude, they served bread that had salt on it on the top and sweet cream, like butter. And it was so good, bro. I would say (laughs) it's as good as Texas Roadhouse's honey butter with the rolls, but it's not. Yeah. Um, 
But it was a all in all great trip. I recorded the vocals and laid down the vocals for my song. It was awesome. We're gonna get that up and running soon. Um, hopefully, we got a little bit more modern vocal with some cooler effects on the uh, on the vocal than the last one. The last three songs, the first three songs that I made, I wanted to have a little drier feel because I wanted to show people that I could actually sing. Right. Um, but this one, I wanted to have a little bit more modern vocal with a bit little with a little bit more classic music. You know. Right. So um, we're going to go, it's going to be a more low-key music with a modern vocal, and I'm extremely excited about it. I like it. I like it. No doubt. All in all, good trip to Nashville. Sounds 10 out of like 10 it. would recommend. 10 out of 10 would recommend, but take money, for sure. Take money because, well, Nashville in general. You need You'll money. need it. You'll need it. It's $30 park everywhere. <laughs> Literally everywhere. I mean, it really is, though. It's $40 to valet, and I was like, damn, that's expensive. But then we started driving around, like, everywhere is like that, and it's not even valet. Yeah. So. Well, what, could you not, just not park at your hotel and just Uber? Yeah, that was the valet. Oh, my hotel. Oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, hotel's valet because it's right downtown. You know, they're not going to have a big yeah. parking garage. I mean, that's what we had to do when we went last time I was there for Georgia Vandy game. We had the valet too. Now really? I think about it. Yeah. The way they do it is they build a parking garage like underneath under the hotel. So, mm-hmm. like, the first five floors was a parking garage. The lobby is park is is floor five. Right. Yep. It was super cool, though, man. I had a blast. I had a blast. What the hell is going on with you, dude? What else? What we got? Uh, Well, you know, um, this weekend we had some football. We did, we dude. We did. some football three straight days of it. It was great. You know, we got the Saturday slate, Sunday slate, Monday national championship. What more can you ask for? It was great. If that's, I think that's why the week felt short is because we had that national championship game on Monday. I know. So this week flew by for me. I know. Well, especially for me because you take away Monday and then today is my Friday. So That's true. Dude, and um, MLK Day is Monday, so we're chilling. Well, I'm working. Oh, baby. Yeah. We don't, that's a baby. We don't get them bank holidays like y'all get. Yeah, that's a bad that's beat, brother. That's of America, bro. I might work. I might work anyway. I don't know. We'll see. Nah, you ain't going to work. No, it might be work? my holiday day. Like, we all, one of us has to work holiday every year. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I, I just got to ask the boss, man. We'll see. And then it becomes a floating holiday, and you can take another day at a random time. Exactly. Gotcha. Well, um, hey, how about this? You talk about the football games. I'm going to go put my lasagna in the oven. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with the Saturday games. We're going to start with the first one, Indianapolis Colts versus the Buffalo Bills. Um, Very, very close game. Looked like the Colts were going to come out and take this one early, but – as the Bills have done all season, they come storming back. Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. What can, what else can you say? These two guys are just killing it. The best thing that's ever happened for Stephon Diggs was getting out of Minnesota and getting away from Kirk Cousins because he has just exploded this year, and he has proved that he is one of the top guys in the league at his position. So good for them. Um, they were able to run the ball really well which was interesting with uh, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Um, on the flip side, you got the Colts. Their defense looked good as per usual. Um, Phillip Rivers and that offense, it's they're so close. The Colts are so close. I just I think that was probably the last time we see Phillip Rivers play, um, to be completely honest. That's, I think it's time for old man Rivers to hang it and just move on, and the Colts should go get fucking Stafford, to be completely and totally honest. Um, but yeah, the Colts, man, I don't understand why they punted when they did. You, you question some of these coaches. It was the same thing in the Tennessee game. Why are you punting when you are? 
in the fourth quarter, you're down. You need to you need to win. So I question that. Um, rolling into the next game, it was the Rams, Seattle. Rams just they dominated, and it's weird because their starting quarterback, who I did not know this going into the game, and this kind of helped what I was looking at for an under. But Walford started. Dude breaks his neck. Then they have a quarterback who just had you know a plate put in his thumb. And he comes in and they fucking win. I mean, Cam yeah. Akers is a just damn, he's a daggum stud. Yeah, he's a stud, bro. He's a stud. Where's he from? Florida State? Who? Akers? Yeah. 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 Which is so funny because you get out of a trash program and then they just blow up. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, but Seattle, man, I, I, is Pete Carroll overrated? I think he's a good coach. I think that, um, What's the issue then? I think that he's a good coach with too big of an ego. So I think Agreed. he tries to micromanage. Agreed. And like Russell doesn't sh- did not show up at all. Um, you thought he would. DK got shut down by Jalen, which not shocked there. No, I'm not. Um, they they got some issues they need to work through. I mean, how can you go from being so explosive early on to being just atrociously? on offense at the end of the season, which they did fire Schottenheimer, so we can't blame them on that. So they did. They are taking the right steps, but still, you got to question I mean, what they're doing. Same thing with the Steelers. They trended the same way. Literally both oh, teams. 100%. Both teams. Both teams trended exactly identical. Yeah. We'll get to that one. I got, as I just mentioned with Phillip Rivers, we might have just seen the last of Big Ben, maybe. Yep, True. So let's move into probably the most shocking game out of all uh, second shocking game in my opinion. Tampa Bay, Washington on Saturday night. Taylor Heineke gets the start. And Tampa almost loses that one late. Heineke played a game of his life and they covered. I mean, I thought this was going to be a blowout. We all knew that. We all thought they were going to get blown out. Chase Young... He said he wanted Tom. I thought Tom would come out with a, you know, roaring with a vengeance. And I was not wrong. I mean, they scored 31, but Washington down late, they had a chance. They pulled it in. And they they had a chance there at the end, but they couldn't pull it out. Um, Look for them to get a better quarterback next year. But Heineke definitely just sealed himself into the league, and he will be a backup next year. That kid's a competitor, man. I'll give him that. him. Him diving for that pylon on that one play for the touchdown was amazing. He for sure did something bad to his collarbone. Probably. That was a collarbone injury. I have been there and done that. That was a collarbone injury, bro. And we'll talk about another collarbone injury when we talk about the national championship on the very first fucking play. Um, Rolling into Sunday's game, uh, start off with Baltimore and Tennessee. Very close game. Um, Low scoring. But uh, the Baltimore defense looks like they're just rolling right now. Tennessee gets up early, 10-0. It looks like they're going to run away with it, and then they just stop. For some reason, Derrick Henry just couldn't get it going that day. So it's a very interesting look for the Ravens going against the Bills this weekend. Because when when you can bring up safeties like you can against the Tennessee Titans, though, yeah, it's not hard. That's what my right. thing is. Like, Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans are so one-dimensional without a quarterback. Like, yo, if you're the Tennessee Titans, you go for Mac Jones. Yeah. 
So yeah, you I've, get rid I've of Tannehill. The Patriots or the you Colts. get rid of Tannehill and you go. I just said Tannehill. Sorry for everybody for hearing that because that's <laughs> gross as shit. But you get rid of Tannehill. You get rid of Tannehill. And you replace him with somebody that's probably going to be as equal to him initially, but has mm-hmm. a, has a, has a ceiling that's far higher. You know, Mac Jones is a well, he's proven it. He's a high IQ quarterback. He makes smart decisions. That's yeah, the bottom line. He makes smart decisions. He's I don't know if he threw one pass that was ill advised all year that I saw. If it was a pick, it was because it was tipped. Something, somebody was tipped at the line. The guy makes, I don't know, as far as checks are concerned, I don't know. But the bad guy fumble, makes though. good decisions. Bad fumble on Monday. It was a bad fumble, but also, who hasn't had a bad fumble? You know, like, True. people make mistakes. But I'm talking about, in terms of consistency, he's far more consistent than any quarterback in, hey, arguably, in, right. in a year, arguably, more consistent than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. In terms of year to year, because Trevor Lawrence trended downward from the time he's a freshman. The guy peaked his freshman year. Yeah, I mean, you come in in terms of efficiency. Championship, yeah. In terms of efficiency, is because they opened the playbook and he just seemingly didn't know how to do it. In terms it's, relative to then having yeah. that handicapped playbook, they did freshman year because they had a phenomenal offensive line and running back. He got to throw off of it. We're going to see something interesting with Trevor when he gets to. Jacksonville. Yep. Which we'll, well, we'll he'll touch have on Urban Meyer too. And we're going to touch on that. Uh, anyways, with Baltimore going on to the next round playing the Bills, um, concerned with their offense, man. Um, Tennessee's defense ain't that good. They only scored 20 points. It does not look like they're able to still throw the ball, especially in a two minute situation. And when you're going up in an explosive offense like the Bills, I, I, I'm leading Bills in that one. I mean, it's a very close, tight line. I think it's like one and a half, two and a half. But I'm leaning Bills. The only concern I have with the Bills is their run defense, which, I mean, when you're playing Baltimore, is a concern. But when if they're so one-dimensional, do exactly like you just said with the Titans. You roll up your safeties, yeah. and you play – literally, you play option ball with them because that's what, they, that's what it is when it dials down to it. Yeah, it's almost all RPO, quick pass. Yep. Their big plays are generated. They're not deep balls. They're generated from mm-hmm. something over the middle. They miss a tackle, and they dip. Yep. That works, or yep. Lamar makes a play, and then and then it's just a seven on seven camp at that point. Yep, who's faster? Who can tackle? Who has good angles? Exactly. Um, next game, Chicago, New Orleans. This one to be quick. Uh, Chicago sucks. Matt Nagy sucks. Yep. Trubisky sucks. Hammer the Saints, or hammer, hammer the, the Saints. hammer the Saints all day on that game. Yeah, uh, pretty simple. How you doing? Keep it moving on that one. Uh, shot the most shocking game in my opinion. Cleveland Pittsburgh. Yep. Good God, Cleveland. What a way to start. Unreal, dude. And way to make it kind of interesting there in the third quarter. Like, holy shit. Unreal. Up 28 points. Dude, I had the Steelers for 50 bucks for minus six. I'm pretty sure we both took the Steelers last week. Just purely, I mean, look what everything the Browns had. They had a four-string practice squad activated on Saturday guy playing left guard at one point during the game. Yeah, Jarvis Landry during the game, uh, during uh, an interview this week, literally said, "Saw the guy in the in the locker room before the game. Had no idea who he was. Then I saw him come out into the huddle in the third quarter, and I was like, holy fuck, who is this guy? Wearing some shit.' Well, I mean, they didn't have a head coach. They didn't have an offensive coordinator. They didn't have any of that. 
But I mean, shout out to the Browns. Shout out to the quarterback coach. Low key. For real. AVG. He had he called a hell of a game. Um, he did. I mean, Nick Chubb and Kareem Kareem Hunt. You just run the offense through them and then through the passing game between Austin Hooper and Jarvis Landry, you're you're fucking set. Yeah, you're chilling. That offense is good. I like their offense, but going up against the Chiefs this week. It's the Chiefs all day. What's the I, line not, on that? It's 10. I'm actually, my remember when I texted you about my hot take for the day? Chiefs are going to win. I'm plus 10. I'm not against that, bro. plus 10. I'm Chiefs not against not that. not been a good covering team this year. I agree. I agree. People, the, the, the odds makers have loved the Chiefs. They have. And, like, you go back to the Miami game, for, for instance. That was, like, a six-point game. And that was, like, a ten-point spread. So... Cleveland's rolling right now. You have. I'm gonna lay the points on that one. Give me the plus ten, baby. You're giving me points in this situation for a team that hasn't been covering really well, and you're giving me ten points. I'm taking that to taking all day. What about nine and a half? Because that's where the line is now. Oh, I guess it came down. I guess some money came in on the Chiefs. But yeah, I mean, Cleveland looked good. Um, defense has to fix some things. Their DBs, of course, but. <laughs> What 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 else do you expect from them? It's the dang it's the dang Browns, um, but yeah, let's let's do a little preview for this week coming up. Um, you got Rams Green Bay. I mean, this one seems pretty simple, right? Yep. Green Bay. I'm gonna Lambeau. I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take the uh, over over unders forty five and a half, spread six and a half. I'm taking Green Bay. I don't hate Green Bay minus six and a half either. Yeah, that's a good pick. I agree. I'm with um, you. There's, I mean, obviously the Green Bay, when it comes down to it, you, you have concerns with their run defense, but their offense is so damn good. And Jalen Ramsey can only shut down one guy. So, and Aaron Donald gets a little hurt in their game the other week with in the ribs. So, I, I don't I'll tell you Rogers. this, dude. I'll tell you this. The Packers pass rush protection has been terrible. That there's and it a got, concern there because Bakhtiari is out. And it got exposed against the Bucks midseason this year. And they it's got one game though. They got drilled because they did. The, the Buccaneers have a great pass rush. And they got exploited. But guess what? The Rams literally have the best player in the NFL on their defensive line. But he's banged up. I think he's still in the oh, top one percent. He'll get toward all in. He'll be fine. At eighty percent health, he's still the best defensive lineman in the in the oh, NFL. hundred percent. So I mean I just, I could see where the Rams m- could sneak in and, and keep it close, but I don't know. I, I mean, you're playing with Goff, who has one hand, really. He has yeah. one, his thumb is bad. He can, he's not good in cold, and his thumb's messed up already. It's not a good combination. Um, I would Blake hammer Gordon's the under, low key. Yeah. I mean, it's the Rams. You always bet the under in the Rams. That's true. Even though they covered backdoor last week. Not happy about it. I was. It was looking good in the first quarter when it was, you know, three to zero. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, he's not good in the and not good in the cold. Notoriously very bad in the cold. And you know, in Green Bay, it's going to be bad. It's going to be cold. It's probably going to be snowing. And then Blake Bortles is the backup. He played in Jacksonville for God's sake. So. Yeah, I like Packers there too. What about Bills Ravens? Uh, Buffalo. I like Buffalo. I think their offense is going to be a little bit too much to handle. Even if this becomes a shootout, um, I, I like the Bills. I like what Josh Allen's doing, man. I agree. Two and a half is easy for me. Yep, two and a half is easy half. for me for the Bills. 
Um, Ravens are just like, they're just too one dimensional on offense. Yep. And we just said Cleveland, Kansas City. I'm laying the 10. Give me oh, plus 10. I wish I had 10. I don't know. Now that it's nine and a half, I don't know, man. <sighs> I would just buy it up if I was you. That's true. I, yeah, I could. Yeah, Browns minus, Browns plus nine and a half for sure. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. I think the Chiefs win. I think they win relatively convincing, but I think Browns backdoor cover. Yep. Uh, last game, Tampa Bay Saints. Ugh, dude, I'm not going to lie with you on this one. This one's hard to pick. Not for me, dude. Money, money, line, money line Buccaneers. Let's go. Really? Money line Buccaneers. Bucan, dude, they got drug at home against the Saints. Brady's at back for blood, bro. Back for blood. He's on, he's on a mission. He's a 43-year-old on a mission, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking money line Buccaneers plus 145, baby. Okay. Okay. See, I, I'm kind of torn on this one. I might just take the over because I can't tell you who's going to win this game. I, I want to say that the Saints are going to do it for the third time, but God dang, beating a team for a third time in a season is fucking hard. Very, very hard. Very, very hard to do in the pros for sure. So uh, I'm just going to take the over. I got 52. I'll, I'll just lay the over. I feel that. I feel that. So that's the picks for the week. Um, we'll get in some, into some more news here. Um, as we mentioned during our conversation just now, Urban Meyer to the Jags. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I like it in terms of marketing. I like it in terms of appeal to the league and to the fans there. It's something refreshing. Everywhere Urban Meyer goes, they win. Um, this will be the biggest challenge of his career by far. Yeah. But... um. I don't know, man. I could see him in the playoffs in a few years. Give him, give him five years. He's 100% getting Trevor Lawrence, right? He's getting, yeah, yeah he's getting 100% getting T-Law for sure. Oh, well. Ohio if State connection. If it's Urban Meyer, I'm going with Justin Fields. Trevor bro. Lawrence. I'm what? going Justin A. Justin Fields. But no, that's not going to happen. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence, but I'm telling you, I'm taking Justin Fields, bro. Even against Alabama, Justin Fields looks pretty good. He just simply can't. You can't out. You can't outscore him. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. Like, I mean, the guy. You, when you score thirty points, you're supposed to win. That's just the True. bottom line. Well, not not in new age modern modern football. You got to score at least forty per game. Well, what I mean, it's looking like against Alabama, you got to score at least seventy. You got to score seventy points. You got to score seventy points. I love Justin Fields, dude. I think he'll do fine in the NFL, bro. I don't know. Uh, I think he'll do I, fine. I'm a little skeptical. Um, I'm interested to see because Dwayne Haskins, he you know, can't, he was throwing the ball all over the field in Ryan Day's offense. That's true. And then he's a bust in the NFL. But also, so I think interested. that was a very – I think I'll, I'll say this. I think that offense is pretty primitive as well. So, I, I agree too. with you there. I think the That's reads are easy in that. biggest thing. I think reads are easy in that, in that offense. Yeah, I mean, it's RPO. If it's not – if the zone read's not there, you're throwing it to your first read, and that's it. And usually his read's a fucking bomb. Alave or whatever. Yeah. Agave. Alave or Wilson Slant. Um, I, um, I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I like Urban Meyer. I like to hire. Whatever. I don't like him as a person. I think he's kind of a terrible person, but whatever. I think he's, you know. No, no I don't. Anytime, I don't know. Any, anytime money comes around, uh, 
He's into he it. In a, he's into it. And then, you know, his medical issues just magically disappear. <laughs> you know, I, like, uh, once, I like the hire. They're going to go Trevor Lawrence. And uh, maybe yeah. they can get a, a offensive line that can protect the guy. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Um, and get some more weapons around him. I mean, he's got a good running back. Robinson had, you know, over 1,000 yards this year and killed it fantasy-wise. So, he's got he's got guys, but just they got a lot of picks, too. They're going to have to kill it in the draft. He's going to get the pickets GM. So, that's huge. Um, he's going to have a lot of say, I think. So, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll see if he can be one of the few to actually be able to make that jump from college and NFL. I mean, Saban couldn't do it. Saban could not do it, bro. He's too much of an alpha. Yeah, and that's the thing with Urban. So he's already came out and said that, well, it's been leaked that he wants, you know, NFL minds around him. So all the coaches will be NFL guys, not college guys. So all the people saying Dan Mullen to the NFL, nah, that's not going to happen. He's going to stay at Florida. Um, Urban wants, you know, guys with NFL experience because he's got to learn. He's going to learn that you can't be a dictator. You literally can't be a dictator to somebody that's making more money than you. Exactly. That's You're not, how not it works. controlling these guys' lives like you were, you know, college players. Exactly. You just can't do it. That's not how it works. I um yeah, You're not telling them when the when to wipe their ass. Yeah. I don't I hope he does well. I mean, it'd be good for the league if the Jaguars coming around. You know, the same I mean, old, same old is tough to watch, just like the playoffs in football in college. Yep. I went quickly, another NFL story, and then we'll talk about the uh national championship. Okay. What's your opinion of everything going down with Deshaun Watson and the Texans? I'm seeing where they he requested to, at the very least interview a guy. They didn't do it. Now it's a huge uproar and this and it's political pressure. And uh, now they're interviewing him as as a sympathy. If I'm to, if I'm Deshaun, I probably get the hell out of there um, because you're Deshaun right. Watson and you literally made the team. You like that is without Deshaun right. Watson, they are the worst team in the league. Oh, 100%. So, it, it's crazy to me. It's so it's Eric Bieniemy who who you're talking about which yep. he should be number 1 on everybody's list right now, him and Robert Salah. Yeah. Um, because Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator of the Chiefs. Correct. So, come on. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. Um I, he should have been on the top of the list anyways. That's who I want the Falcons to fucking hire, but we probably won't. We'll probably hire Joe fucking Brady. Um and I think that's terrible. For a guy that just one year in the, anyways, um, it's a risky play for sure. Yeah, but anyways, back to it, Deshaun. I honestly, dude, it sucks to be this new GM who just got in like last week, because you are put in a tough position. Do you are you really going to trade your franchise quarterback? Even though I mean the situation is bad, a hundred percent. Like the Texans owner is just fucking this all up, big time because you. You need to hire the right guy. You're going to lose J.J. Watt. He's going in free agency. You're not going to pay him. So you need to keep the one guy on your team that keeps everything uh, rolling, and that's your fucking quarterback. Imagine being the GM and the first move is, oh, fuck, I got to get rid of Deshaun because he's not happy. Yeah, that's 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 a hot seat for sure, dude. I um, <coughs> I don't know. I think Deshaun, I would, if I'm Deshaun, I'd get the hell out of there anyway. I think he does, he needs to get out of there too. It's like it's the same. He's almost going to be in the same situation if he stays as Stafford is in Detroit. You can put up all the numbers you want, but if you can't get out of there and win, no one's ever going to think of you highly. You need Deshaun, to get out of the situation. Deshaun to 
The Panthers. I heard Miami. Really? Over Tua? Trade Tua. Oh, to the Texans. To the Texans and some picks. Interesting. Because there's some people that are saying Tua is not as good. There's some rumblings within the... Some leaks came out within the locker room. Um, and This is all alleged, not not completely confirmed, um, that some of the guys didn't think Tua was all that good, which, to the credit, I mean, what Tua didn't do is pull the trigger on, you know, what NFL Open is compared to Alabama Open. Exactly. But, I mean, shit, you go and develop. You learn that. He, he'll learn that. But it's still interesting because you got Herbert out there just fucking slinging it. I, um... I don't. I think two is overrated. Bottom line, I think he is kind of two. That's a hot take for a lot of us, but I think he's overrated. I thought he's overrated when he was at Alabama. I think anybody who knows me knows that. Yeah, you did. The guy doesn't win big games. Well, minus the one game that technically he should. He didn't start. True. He hasn't won a big game that he started. He never beat Auburn. Hey, guess who did though? Mac Jones. Oh, he also lost Auburn too, but Mac Jones. That's true. Yeah, he's one and one against Auburn. Literally, if you can't beat Auburn, who can you beat? True. <laughs> Auburn's terrible. Tua can't beat Auburn. <laughs> and he's always hurt when it matters. I know. He is I'm sure he's hurt. a top tier guy as a person. Oh, 100%. High character guy. Big high, high character. character guy, maybe. I don't know the guy, but it's seemingly. But the bottom line is, he doesn't win. He only wins when he should. And it's interesting when... Which is a cool straight. I mean, it's better than not winning when you should. You know, like... Oh, 100%. But still, like, you, if you're going high in the draft, you're expecting a guy to win games. Yeah, and then it's, it's Or at the very least, put know. numbers up. That is yeah. what's important. The guy was throwing for 120 up. yards a game. And then Fitzpatrick would come in and throw for 180. Yeah, and... Games the, where and, he threw 70. Right. Yeah, like, and that's in one half. Yeah, and he's doing that with less attempts. If I'm Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick. I'm furious. If you know, like, uh, I'm furious. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Fitzpatrick, I'm going to fucking New England. I'm playing elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, he should have started every game this year. Should have. I mean, dude, they were. He, uh, I bet there's some games that they might have won if he he'd been starting. I know for a fact he won games because he came in because they benched him. They did. 100%. They bench Tua. If you're Tua, if you're game? also if you're Tua, you don't have any confidence in the in the coaching staff at Miami. With that short of a yeah. leash as a high value draft pick, and you're literally having a bad outing, and they pull you. No, that's not no. Nope. Yeah, but then you go on to win the game, and you're like, okay, well, like that's cool if they go on to win the game, but still, it's just like, yo, give me a chance, bro. I have there's money in if I'm Tua. On and yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I think it was a smart move to pull him because he sucks. But <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> oh my god! All you Alabama fans are gonna hate us. But eh. I mean, let's call it what it is. Mac Jones is a better quarterback. I called it going into the year. Mac Jones will be a Heisman pro- uh, candidate. The guy, the the Alabama's offensive scheme is built around game managing high IQ quarterbacks that don't make the bad choices. And Every time Tua was under pressure at Alabama, he made poor decisions. Yeah. The guy I threw mean, I watched him throw a pass directly to a defensive back. Really 
to Richard LeCount in the SEC championship in 2018. Literally, he just threw it right to the guy. It wasn't even cl- it wasn't even a competitive throw. No, no, it wasn't. It's just I don't know, man. I think he's got an electric arm. I think he's an athlete. I think he's not a very good quarterback. I saw him. Take alert. I'll I'll take I don't. I mean, call what you want. That's the facts, bro. Look at the stats. Look at the look at the wins and losses and games that are meaningful. Oh, absolutely. Since we're talking Alabama football, anyways. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the national championship. Let's talk about Alabama football. Let's just talk about the dude. Let's be honest. We don't even need to talk about the, the national championship. We knew it was going to happen. They were going to score a shit ton of points. They were going to cover like they always do, and we were the over was going to hit. I mean, seventy five over was yeah. a lock. Guess what? They I mean, only covered by it one. Was high. It was fucking hot. They only covered by one, still. but that's only because Ohio State choked in the last few quarters. The last and two then quarters. They, of course, Alabama, you know, takes a foot off a of gas, puts little guy Bryce Young in and running the ball at Robinson. Exactly, which I'm very interested to see how that offense works next year. But um, yeah, Me too. Yeah. Hey, I'm very interested. But I don't know. I We knew it was going to happen. Let's just simply talk about how just incredible Nick Saban is. Let's bask, dope, man. Let's bask in the glory that is Nick Saban. We had we had the opportunity to experience and fully appreciate the best high school or ooh, oof, best college <laughs> watch it. football coach that's ever been birthed. Bottom line. He's he it's unreal. Um I saw a stat that since he's been to Alabama. Every recruiting class that he's had has every, won the national championship. Every single guy that he's gotten to Alabama has won he's a national He's winning a national championship. For everyone. Every three years. He's winning a national championship for everybody that's on the team. Always. Yeah. If they stay all four That's years, a hilarious stat, dude. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. He's... And, dude, you should see their fucking recruiting class for this 2021 class. It's ridiculous. He just keeps reloading. It's unreal, dude. No it's one unreal. stands a chance against them. I mean, there's been teams that have been close. Obviously, Georgia twice now. Um, I mean, shit, we're the only team to be leading on them at halftime. Yeah. With a fucking backup fourth-string quarterback, for mm. God's sake. Yeah. Um, But, the dude, there's teams that have been close. Clemson's obviously been there, but I don't think, dude, we play Clemson week one. I like our chances against them because I, they looked atrocious defensively against Ohio State. Yeah, their defense looked really, really porous. It was bad. And it's just I I don't like Clemson moving forward because they the way they recruit's really weird. It was bad. Um, but they do they do have a good quarterback coming in, DJ. He's good, but he ain't Trevor. He's dude he ain't Trevor. I think he's better than Trevor, bro. I'm telling you he's he getting played one game. I bro. think he I think he'd play better than Trevor. Notre- Against Notre Dame, he played better statistically than Trevor. Statistically, maybe, but you're still also playing on Notre the score sheet. Dame. Obviously, Trevor did better because they won. But I'm saying statistically, the guy threw it around the yard. Oh, I mean, he threw for 440, but they also went two overtimes. So that's true. But also, they started the 30 every game. I mean, that's not, it's not adding yeah. a whole bunch of yards. Yeah, I mean, I'm the with guy you, still threw for ETN almost 400 well. going into OT. Yeah. Oh, 100. percent but How many times did Trevor Lawrence do that this year? I have no idea. I That's actually I didn't keep up with Clemson. I'll be honest. Time. I don't know if he did it once. I know he didn't do it against Ohio State. That's for sure. I know I mean, he didn't do it against Notre bad. Dame in the playoffs or the ACC but championship. No, uh, did they? He did not throw for four hundred against Notre Dame in the in the ACC. Did ETN just run wild or something? There's no way. I think he ran for a few. That he has never ran there. He did run a lot against Notre Dame. You're right. 
I think he ran for a few yards, but I don't know if he ran for, I don't know if he passed for 400. That's a whole bunch of yards, bro. Yeah. But, I mean, Ohio State in that game looked fucking unreal. Fields had six touchdowns. Exactly. But then they play against Alabama and... Yo, let me read off just a side note here. It's on the NFL games. I put a teaser in. You know me. Yep. Listen to this teaser and ask me if you hate it or tell me if you hate it. Packers plus one half a point. Okay. Lock, right? Mental lock. I I mean, there's a chance the Rams can win if their defense just balls out. I mean, balls out. Mental. That's just a mental. That's just a lock for me mentally. Yeah, I'm with you there. Chiefs minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Lock for me. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers plus 10 on the okay. Saints. Me, I think they're going to win outright. I definitely right. think you, they you can keep it. Line, yeah. I, th- I definitely think they can keep it within 10. I think they keep it within three. Yeah, same. Ravens, Bills under 57. Bills at home, cold, running the ball a lot. I, th- I don't think they reach 57 points. Yeah, maybe. That off that Bills offense though can get going. Oh yeah, Bills offense is very good. I agree. And hey, um, when the Ravens are going, they're high, high octane. Though. I agree. But I'm just saying, 57 is a lot of points this late in the year with the with the weather how it is up north. True. Very true. This is my hot take: Rams Packers over 38 and a half. I think it's going to be right at it. You think they get it like? 42 or something? Yep, I'm thinking, I'm thinking 42, 45, something around there. I like it. Okay. I think it's going to be right at you're it. Gonna th- you're not going to do the Cleveland. Oh, wait, yeah, you took Chiefs. That's right. The last one, scorching hot take. Browns, Chiefs, under 64. Don't hate that one. See, I, so here's my thing. I got one, two, three. I have four that in my mind are just absolute locks. And two that are have question marks. And that's right. the over yeah. for the Rams and the under for the Chiefs. Yeah. But I don't know. I like it enough to put $20 on it. That's how much. Enough to do $20 on it. I love it. To win 110 I mean, yeah, there you go. I mean, that's not a bad beat. That's not a bad bet. No, not excuse at all. me. I can see myself getting a bad beat like I always do, but I like it. But anyway, yeah. yo, let's talk about, honestly, we're getting close, but we got time. Let's talk about these all uh, these Auburn hires. Yeah, that's what. Do you, you know do. anything about Harson? No, I just know he was a Boise State alum. Yep. Went back there. I think he replaced uh, Chris Peterson. Patterson. Peterson. My bad. I mean that guy's irrelevant now. Yep. Um, Washington sucks. Pac-12 sucks. Um, anyway, yeah, conference. I don't know yeah. a whole lot about him. I know he hired Mike Bobo. I think that's a great hire. Okay. Um, we'll see. Actually, um, I mean, Bobo's. I I don't know. There's, I have different opinions. Well, you gotta you gotta think also. Harson is an offensive mind already, right? So the real question is, whose offense are they gonna run? True. We we've we talked about this last week. Yep. Um, a little bit, but then I really like the Derek Mason hire. Um, interesting hire on the Tracy Rocker. I would have tried to keep uh, their defensive line coach they already had, but I know he just followed Kevin Steele to Tennessee. But also, who, Tracy Rocker, when Tracy Rocker was at Auburn, they were dominant. Yeah, but I, they were dominant. Man, uh, they were they had to, they were they had a dominant defensive line when Rocker was at Auburn. Yeah, I mean Rocker, he's bounced around, you know, throughout the SEC. He's been at Tennessee. He was just at Carolina. I mean, basically, what Harson just did was steal Carolina's 
all of Muschamp's guys and brought them over, which is hilarious. Yeah, he did. He really did do that. He did. I'm just, but I just, I don't know, man. I'm so if I'm y'all, just I'm pretty excited. I'm that's the only adjective I can use. I'm just excited to see what happens because I'm just it's so exhausted with the bullshit marketing and how good Auburn is at hyping people up. I have I'm withholding judgment because I you don't know. I am right. all I am for sure is excited to see a new Auburn brand. Right. They have a coach that will 100 if you've heard any any of his interviews you can bet your ass that that guy will cuss you up and down. And that makes me so excited. As a former athlete, that fires me up, dude. It fires me up. Yeah. I mean, I, from the looks of it, he's making the right moves. I mean, I really like the Derek Mason move. I think that was a very good hire. Um, a lot of people won't, won't say it. I mean, there are a good amount of people say that is, but if they know SEC football, they'll just – if they're outside national media, will be like, oh, he sucked at Vandy. But, no, he's a great defensive mind. I agree. I agree. I think he's a brilliant defensive guy. I don't think, I don't think anybody can win at Vandy. Yeah. Period. The question is, I think I think getting Bobo will help in recruiting. I just got to know if he's going to be able to call a good game, if he is even going to have play calling. My thing is, who's he going to keep for recruiting in the Southeast in terms of Auburn? Because Auburn, let's face it, Auburn can get a good recruit. They just can't develop. Right, which I mean, you got to hope now that they can. Exactly, and he and one thing that another thing that fired me up in his interview, he said the key is getting your guys and actually developing them in the weight room, in the classroom, and on the field. Right, the big his biggest challenge now, um, it's not. Rec- I mean, obviously recruiting. He's got to learn the area. That's a, that's a big disadvantage. They've already him. lost Calcaterra, that big tight end that was coming. They already yeah. lost him. Coming from Oklahoma, they lost him to SMU. Yep. He's just flipped. So you gotta you gotta learn the area. Gotta gotta recruit. But I think having, you know, Rocker, Mason, Bobo helps on that. Um it the biggest challenge for him right now is going to be going in there and changing Gus's culture and establishing his own culture, winning over seniors and yep. established guys like guys like Tank Biz- Bigsby. You're gonna have to win him over. Oh, I think he wins. And, I think he I think he wins Tank just simply because Tank only had one year of it. Yeah, true. And hopefully you gotta you gotta promise Tank. If I if I'm Tank, this is what I want to hear. I'm not gonna run you into the ground like yeah. I, like Gus was going to. Tank is gonna be a guy. I think he I think he could play consistently in the NFL if he trends the way he's trending currently. Yes, but I think he'll he be a household be, if he doesn't get exhausted like they did Carry on Johnson. Exactly. You don't want to put him in the carry on Johnson situation. I agree agree with that 100%. That's what Gus was going to do. Oh, you better believe it. He was about to get 70 touches a game, bro. He might have ended up being the quarterback. With that being said, you only have two running backs in the class right now, in the room right now on the team. Shivers and him. That's it. That's true. They need, they need, another guy just hit the portal. They need at least one more. Yep. I mean, more. you got to get a guy from the portal or sign somebody before on oh, National Signing Day. I'm interested to see. Apparently, they got a good quarterback that's coming in for the 21 class. I don't know his name. I think it's Gunner or something. He's a five star. I forget. Oh, he's a 22. 22, he's 22. 22. He hasn't committed yet. He was Carolina commit. They love him. They. I mean, there's a lot of people that love him outside of your stupid Auburn Reddit feeds that uh that he's that good. do love him for Auburn in terms of commitment level. Um, yeah. how I mean, that how was, that ends up, I don't know, but um, that'd be refreshing. Yeah, he was number two. Well, we finished number two in his recruitment when he committed to Carolina. 
Um, he's from Rabin County. It's a small like mountain mountain town. Hold on, so he went to Georgia. South Carolina. Was his his top team? Yeah, really. He was going to go see. All right, there's a thing from Rabin County. Remember Connor Shaw? Yeah. Went to Carolina, played quarterback, did all his thing right. there. He was a coach at Carolina. Oh, okay, okay. So there was a connection there. Yeah. And so now the thought is he committed to Bobo that he's going to follow Bobo to Auburn. We'll see. So that's the thought. That's the connection. We'll see. Did he withdraw commitment? I mean, no, well, no, he's a 22. I know, but I'm talking about verbal. Did he? Did he? Yeah, he decommitted. He decommitted? Yeah, yeah he decommitted. Ooh, Interesting. I don't know. I'm interested to see the Auburn situation pan out. We all, we all know at the end of the day Auburn's going to be let down yet again. That's just the classic Auburn way. But I am yeah, interested to Jordan see Wesley. how they let us down. That's the only variable here. How is this guy going to fuck this up? Because he is. That's inevitable. As an Auburn fan, former Auburn fan, as a denounced Auburn fan, the disappointment is inevitable. It's where he's going to disappoint us at. I love it. It's so hilarious that you're already just admitting defeat. I mean, that's the Auburn way, bro. You win ten games, I mean, you get out of there. That's every. Hell yeah, you win ten I games, you go to a, you go to the Outback Bowl, you lose to Northwestern, you call it call it a season. It's a tough one right there. You know, that's just how it goes. They've lost to Northwestern the last two years or two out of the four years or something like that. North fucking Western. Northwestern. Fucking Big Ten. You don't lose to Northwestern if you're anybody. If you're, no. but also you you're you six and six on the year, so you can't really expect a whole bunch. True, true. Especially with well, yeah, it'll be interesting seeing what Harson can do moving forward. Me too. I mean, the SEC, SEC next year is going to be very interesting, in my opinion. I agree. I think there's a lot of talent. Well, there's a lot of quarterbacks that just left. Kellen Mond's gone. Mac Jones is gone. Um, Kyle Trask is gone. Yep. Mac Jones, uh, J- seemingly. Well, I just said he's gone. He already announced he's gone. Oh, did he? Good for him. Yeah, all that came out today. All those guys announced. I mean, uh, that they just won a national championship. Why the hell would this day? It's true. It's true. So can't go higher than the peak of the mountain. Nope. Unless you think you can increase your draft grade by staying, which most of those guys, nope. You're already first rounders. Dude, Alabama just lost their running back, their best receiver, and their quarterback. Yep. Two best receivers. And they will still be in the playoffs next year. Probably. You know? That's what sucks is they, I can say that with so much confidence. Even though when I watch that Bryce kid play, I kinda wanna vomit. Dude, he is so small. He's tiny. tiny, Their offense comes to a standstill when he comes in. Unlike when Tua would come in to mop up for Jalen. When Tua would come in, they never checked up that offense. That's when they were putting up a a billion points. But when Bryce comes in, just they park the bus. Oh, 100%. Now, I got a quick question for you. Um, One, you were not in Tuscaloosa, right? Apparently. On Monday. No, I was not. Uh, what was your opinions of all the videos of them out celebrating getting tear gas? Oh, I know it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Dude, if that was Athens, the whole fucking town would be on fire. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you can't not expect that. I don't get it. Yeah, they're college kids. And you fucking, did they really get tear gas? Yes. That is unbelievable. Yes, they did. That is unbelievable. From a pretty reliable source. I will not name. Damn. Yeah. That is crazy. I mean, you never hear about that shit in years past, but in the year of COVID, college kids are getting tear gassed because they want to go out and celebrate a national championship. How fucking unreal is that? Love it, dude. Love a good dictatorship. Good, a good dictatorship is a lot of fun. Yep. 
Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa PD, fuck you. That's hilarious. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would do if I was in in the lead in terms of my town or my county or my state or my nation. I don't know. But I'd just be like, whatever. We'll deal with it tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let them celebrate. Oh, no. More money. I don't um. I don't know. I know they partied. I can promise you that. A hundred percent. I can promise you that. They had a good time. It was well-deserved. That was one of the best football teams you'll ever see. Uh, and it's crazy because we've had that said the last two years. That's also true. Who do you think wins LSU or Bama? Last year's LSU. Dude. Bama. I think this year's Bama. I think. Sheesh, bro. I think just because they have, I think just because Alabama has certain, I think yeah. he would slow down Jefferson enough to win. I think the over-under would be 95. Oh, 100%. It definitely would if be. If this year's Alabama team and last year's LSU team played, it would literally be a triple-digit total over-under almost. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, it was pretty close last year, but, I mean, Mac Jones compared to Tua last year, I, I'll take Mac Jones. I'm taking Mac offense. Jones every every day of the week over Tua last year. Yeah, but I will say, I'm taking Joey B over Mac Jones every day too because he has the, the option to run. That's true. Mac Jones ain't got that. That boy get bad body. Now he's he a bad, bad body bad guy. Body that's guy. for sure. But do you take him? Do you take him now and that he doesn't have the option to run because he's literally crippled? Who Joey B? Yeah. Does uh, is Joey no, is Joe no. Burrow gonna be the same Joe Burrow next year? Oh God, I don't know. I hope so. I need, he's already walking. I love shit. Uh, I love the idea of him being the same, but I don't know. How about Landon Dickerson holding off getting surgery because he wanted to play? That's madman shit. That's right top there. tier. And had that the nuts crazy. to go in. What's even better is that Ohio State's D lineman respected it and didn't touch him. Yeah, didn't push him over. They didn't touch him. I'm with that. I that that that's a good makes me smile, heartwarming moment. They literally yeah. didn't even come off the ball. They just sat there. Yeah, because I was when he went in, I was like, oh my God, if they blow him up, he is. Dude, imagine if they'd have blew him up. How hilarious that'd have been, low key. Like, yo, dude, you're going out there with a ruined leg. Don't do it. Already. Don't do it. But I mean, he was snapping and doing his pass sets and shit. It's like, how are you doing this, dude? I know you're in pain. Just a unit, bro. He's just a mental Fort Knox. I mean, he's a madman. I mean, he has a freaking row rail tie for a bumper. He's such a stud, dude. Um, I don't know. I love it. I love it. Yep. What else we got? Uh, that's about it, man. That's about it. We're good. Let's wrap it up, dude. Let's yeah, wrap it up. Right in there. Guys, I appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Um, we hit the hour mark, which you love to see always. Um, episode 50, huh? Yes, sir. Episode 50, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. If you're a first-time listener, thank you for hanging out with us to the end. Like, rate, subscribe, review, all that cool jazz. Um, tell a friend. Guys that are continuing to listen to us, thank you guys so much. Welcome to another year with us. We're going to keep it grinding. Um a lot of cool things are in store um, with me, with me musically. A lot of cool things are in store with us with the podcast. Um, we're very excited to uh, share it, share the journey with you guys. Um, next week, what the hell are we even going to talk about? I guess the next 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 week's we're playoff games. We have to games? get creative again. It's time. Yeah, we're yeah, we're, we're about to hit. About so, we're about to hit the lull, dude. I know. We're gonna have to get back on our p's and q's of we're, talking about funny shit. We're about to we're about to ooh, hit the lull. Ooh, they dude. might we're like this. That. Our funny shit's gonna come back. They actually may. Yeah, that's true. Well, guys, I really appreciate y'all hanging out with us. I know Ryan does as well. That's all I have. Ryan, you got anything else for us? 
Uh, no, guys, as he said, subscribe, rate, review, um, be a friend, tell a friend, can continue to tell the world about this. Um, we're going to do a lot more on the Instagram page, hopefully start a YouTube page here soon. Yep. Uh, working on that just takes some learning and some editing and I have the gear to do it now. So we'll fucking figure this shit out. And love it. Keep it moving. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you guys for hanging out.